Oh, hey guys. What's going on? Shit. I probably shouldn't have turned everything on yet because I am not ready to go whatsoever. Really. I still, um, I'm still listening to a podcast right now. I'll get into that. <laughs> I'll get into that here in a minute. I still have my earbud in. Uh, so we just quit that. Let's uh, see if I still have a battery in my headphone amplifier. Hello, hello. Oh yeah, still works. Still, still good for right now. Oh, but I, it looks like I do have a light on the battery status on this thing. That maybe is telling me that my battery is about to be defunct. Matter of fact, <clears throat> Eric Barnett, I'm gonna tag you in this fucking post. Eric Barnett. Oh, gotta click the pen on. Eric Barnett. Um, power cord for Behringer. How do you spell that? Bear, burr, bear, B H. <laughs> Ringer, ringer. Behringer. What is this thing called? Headphone amplifier. You know what, guys? I think I'm gonna have to get up uh, real quick away from the camera. I meant to go turn off this heater because I came up here to the studio. I wasn't going to do it. You know what I'm going to say. I wasn't going to do a show tonight, guys, but um, I was inspired and decided I wanted to do one. I came up here, and the fucking temperature up here was 55 goddamn degrees. It's cold here in South Carolina right now. It's winter, I guess, finally. You know, earlier this, uh, this past weekend... What's today? Today is Monday. This will come out Tuesday morning. Hopefully, I'm going to get it out there to you. As long as my uh, fucking computer and internet and all that kind of bullshit works. But earlier, I think uh, Friday, Saturday was like 80 freaking degrees. 70, 77, mid-70s, 80s. And uh, now, hell, what's the goddamn temperature now? Besides it being 55 degrees up here, initially... It is now 33 degrees. It's almost freezing here in Somerville, South Carolina. And somehow I've got a, this is a flood warning? The fuck is, how are we having a flood warning? Seems like all the water should be freezing and it shouldn't be flooding at all. But, you know, what can you do? Um... Give me a second, guys. I'm going to run up here and turn the uh, heater off because I don't like the fan running. You know how I am. The fan is running and I got noise from that going on and it's getting a little too warm up here. So stand by. Don't go anywhere. Hey, look at that. I took my jacket off too. It is now 65 up here, which is perfect for me. That's fine. I don't need it any, any warmer than that really. And I might even take another break because God damn it. I was really not ready for this thing at all. I might take another break to go pee real quick because I had a, a few drink, a few drinks at the kicking chicken before I came home. And, uh, I have to pee. I guess I'll wait a second. Um, what is going on here? Okay. Somehow I had hit uh, my talk to text button and everything that I was saying was being typed. And I was getting ready to send it to Slayton Johnson. Slate Johnson, by the way, does the music for this podcast, the intro and outro music. Very grateful for him. It's been a, it's been a fantastic, some fantastic music, and I really like what he did with it. I think it's very groovy, I guess you could say, and it's very, I don't know, 
it just makes me feel good every time I every time I put this podcast together because what I do is I do the podcast and then I go into Audacity and I load the intro and outro music and I kind of have it fade in a little bit, have it fade out on the front and the back end. And um, it really <laughs> gets me going. I like it. I think it really pumps up the, the beginning of the podcast and it really kind of gets you into it. It's kind of been there for uh, almost two years now. And I think people know it. It's recognizable uh, tune. Yeah. So there's that. Um, speaking of tunes, let me play something for you. So this is um, this is a new Eminem track. <clears throat> I'll play just a couple minutes of it. It's called Darkness. Um, oh, shit. You know what? I can't. I've got my, my headphone jack is still linked up on my Bluetooth, so it's playing through that. So we have to disconnect. There we go. So this is off of uh, Eminem's new album. It's called Music to be Murdered to, or Murdered by. Music to be Murdered by. And uh, this is his first track that dropped off of that called Darkness, and it really kind of goes into the mindset of a... Um, of a mass shooter is what it goes into and it's pretty it's pretty awesome I'll play just a few minutes of it here So anyway, uh, that's uh, 30 seconds of that. I think that's all I can play. I don't even know the rules on this thing. I mean, I don't monetize this podcast whatsoever. So if you're going to sue me for playing your song, what are you going to sue me for? I'm not making any, I'm not generating any money off of it. So I don't really think that you can, you know, do anything to me for that. But anyway, that's his latest single that came out. And it's, oh man, if you haven't heard it, go out to, um, go out to YouTube and watch the video of it. Or just listen to it on iTunes, or you can listen to it on on uh, YouTube, or whatever you want to do. But very gripping song, and it really talks to you know the real problem behind you know. I still think guns are a little bit of a problem, but it goes into the real problem of what's going on with all this gun violence, and it's really mental illness for the most part. Well, not for the most part, for the fucking part. I mean. You're only going to go out there and kill somebody if, if you have something mentally going on with you, whether it be a mental illness or whether it just be uh, a mental lapse in, in reality or in sanity or anything. It's, it's, it's definitely something with your fucking mind. I mean, only something that's going on in your brain can make you go out there and shoot somebody. Um, so it's, it's got to be a mental illness problem, problem but... You know, the other side of that is if, if that person didn't have a firearm or a gun or whatever, but how do you stop that? How do you keep those people from getting guns? Uh, maybe they bought a gun when they weren't mentally ill and, uh, you know, legally and through all the right channels and whatever. And then all of a sudden something happens to them. Maybe they get, uh, you know, a traumatic brain injury because they're in the military or maybe they just uh, fell off their fucking bike or got into a car accident or whatever something mentally changes in their brain, they're a legal gun owner. They had that before they had some sort of mental issue. Now they do have a mental issue and, and they still have a gun. So there's a whole bunch of uh, things to go into this. I don't think anybody has the answer. I, I think we will one day, one day there will be an answer to it. But right now we're still having a lot of mass shootings well, I say a lot. I don't know if it's any more than there's ever been in the history of the, the world, but uh, there's definitely less violence, for sure, in the history of the world. But, you know, it's out there. And uh, 7 billion people are watching it on YouTube, and they're watching it on Facebook, and they're watching it on Twitter and Instagram and all these other places and all the news outlets and 
<sighs> we're seeing all this stuff unfold and it looks like it's magnifying it look well it's magnified by all these outlets but it looks like it's increasing and growing and whatever but it's it's really not i think it's less than any time in history we just uh we just see more about it and it's being more reported in the news and you're not just seeing it in your local news you're seeing it on the national news uh, because we have all the things like the internet and we have the uh you know, cable and all these different news outlets uh, from around the world that you can see anything and everything that you want to see and that you don't want to see. So it's it's still a problem nonetheless, but I don't think it's the problem that people are making it out to be. But again, still a problem regardless. I have lay <laughs> I have lay in the studio. She's back here behind me, kind of stalking me. I don't know why. I don't have anything for her. I don't have any snacks. I don't know what you're doing. I think she, um, who knows? But you know what? I have to go pee. We're going to go pause. Uh, I'm going to hit pause on everything. Hello? Are we back? Okay. I think we're back. Let's see. Hello, hello? Yep. We are back recording, so yeah, I'm back, man. Sorry about that. I had uh, had a full bladder, man. Sometimes you just gotta pee. Uh, what were we talking about? So we we're talking about gun violence and uh, this song by Eminem. Speaking of that, let's open up my internet. I should have had that opened already. Excuse me. But speaking of that. There was a uh, protest. Uh, let's see. Second Amendment. Rally. So there was a, a rally uh, today. Today is uh, Martin Luther King's birthday. Happy birthday, MLK. No, you know, I take that back. <laughs> no, not happy birthday. You're not born anymore, so there is no birthday, but... Happy remembrance of Martin Luther King. Uh, that's today. Uh, this is Monday. Uh, you'll hear this on Tuesday. But there was a rally. Let's see what the story is here. Uh, what should we go with? Fuck it. Let's go with Fox News. Whatever. Virginia's capital flooded with gun rights activists for Second Amendment rally. Let's just read a couple of this, a, a few things of this. A gun rights rally in Richmond that brought thousands of people from across the country to protest and push by Virginia Democrats for comprehensive gun control ended peacefully without any major incidents. Well, I would hope so. I mean, why, why would there be a fucking incident, really? Threats of violence had escalated in the days leading. Wait a minute. Up to, the, up to Monday's demonstration, following reports that white supremacists, armed militia, and other extremist groups were planning to attend. Governor Ralph Northam, a Democrat, had declared a state of emergency late last week and beefed up security around the Capitol. Thousands of people came to Richmond to make their voices heard, he said in a statement Monday evening. Today showed that when people disagree, they can do so peacefully. The, issue, the issues before us invoke strong emotions, and progress is often difficult. I will continue to listen to the voices of Virginians, and I will continue to do everything in my power to keep our Commonwealth safe. A joint information center made up of representatives from the Capitol, Richmond, and Virginia State Police estimated 6,000 people were allowed into the fenced area of Capitol Square. They estimated another 16,000 were outside the gates, though event organizers said many more had turned out. Many of those outside the barrier carried long firearms and wore bright orange stickers that read, Guns Save Lives. Uh, they did have one person, a 21-year-old woman, had been arrested and charged with one felony count of wearing a mask in public. Law enforcement said they warned the woman twice to remove the bandana covering her face, but she had refused. Monday's event brought people from every corner of the country to stand next to Second Amendment supporters. If they can come, 
For your guns in Virginia, they can come for them in West Virginia, demonstrator Annette Parker told Fox News, noting that she drove six hours to get to the event. Don't these people have lives? Really? Start a podcast and protest, man. Do you have to drive six hours to go protest somewhere nowadays? I mean, you can you can protest from your goddamn couch. But so yeah, that's what's going on. What was I? What was I even talking about? Oh, so I played that song from Eminem. So the darkness. So go out there and listen to that, man. It's a pretty telling song. We got to figure it out, guys. We really do. I mean, you know, we just got to figure it out, really. All right, enough about that. I wasn't even going to do a podcast tonight. Look at this mug right here, guys. This is a Zen mug. And if you look at the bottom of this, um, I'm going to show it to you now because it's not going to be there very much longer unless I just put this on a shelf somewhere. But I'm getting ready to fucking use it right now. But if you look at the bottom of it, this is from uh, Deborah and Paul Pietrofesso. And they were thoughtful enough to, to get this for me as a present uh, because I called this place uh, Dales's Zen Garden and Pub. And this is Craft Conversation Studio at the Dales's Zen Garden and Pub. And um, yeah, it says Zen on it. So that goes with the, the theme of the, of the uh, place. And then they signed it on the bottom. But I'm sorry, guys. Even though that was probably permanent marker, that is a falsehood. Permanent markers are not permanent. But I'm going to use it right now to put my beer in. How about that, guys? How about that, Paul and Deb? Deb Deb. She calls me Bri Bri. I'll call her Deb Deb. And we're going to pour this in. Going into the mug. It's a mug beer. And it looks like this entire thing is going to fit in there. That's what she said. This is uh, 16 fluid ounces of a Red Hook IPA. Let's look that up real quick. This is a show loosely about craft beer still. Um, so we're going to talk about it. Untapped. I don't think I'm logged in on this web, on this um, browser. Yeah. Standby, guys. I have to go to my other browser that has my password and stuff saved on there. My logon. Login. Is it logon or login? My login. My logon. I guess it's either way, really. Could be either way. Either or. You can log in or you can log on. If I'm logging on to the website or I'm logging in to the website. I think it means exactly the same thing. Red Hook Long Hammer IPA is what we're drinking. This guy right here. I stopped at a gas station on the way home and picked it up because I didn't have any beer here at the house. That's what it is. It's from what Red Hook Brewing Company, or Red Hook Brewery. Let's look that up real quick. That is in Seattle, Washington. I've actually been to this brewery before. I went and, uh, a little side note, I took uh, my oldest son, Brian Jr., to Seattle on his 16th birthday. Not on his 16th birthday, but around his 16th birthday. We had always planned... Um, for both of my kids that I would take them on a trip for their 16th birthday because I figured that was kind of a, an age where, you know, you got your driver's license, you're a teenager, um, it's time to get out and, uh, and do some cool adult things with your dad. So I ended up taking Brian to Seattle, Washington. I set up a trip. We went, uh, we were in Alaska at the time, did a trip to Seattle to go see uh, Kiss and Buck Cherry. Or I guess I should say Buck Cherry and Kiss because Buck Cherry obviously opened up for Kiss. Yes, the Kiss that's been around since the 70s. And we went, uh, fantastic trip. We went out there, flew into the Seattle airport and um, stayed at some hotel there. I can't remember what the hotel was. doesn't really matter. But we did the, you know, the Sky uh, Space Needle. We did um, some kind of fucking 
thing that was not like a rock and roll hall of fame type thing, but it had a bunch of music memorabilia and stuff and guitars and a much history on Hendrix and just all these great uh, musicians and guitarists and stuff. I can't remember the name of the place. Somebody might uh, tell me what it is. You know, tell me in the comments if you can remember. What was the name of that place? Well, we did that. And then we went to, saw a bunch of different sites and different things. But the main purpose of the trip was to go see Buck Cherry open up for Kiss. And we did that. And it was a fantastic time. So anyway, we went to the Red Hook Brewery while we were there as well. And I think, what was the other one that was there? Pyramid? Was Pyramid there? I don't know. A couple breweries. Uh, so Seattle, Washington. Let's go back to the other page. Long ha Longhammer IPA. Uh, 6.2% ABV. Alcohol by volume. is 44 IBUs or international bittering units. Has an average rating of 3.47. 153,012 ratings so far. Red Hook Longhammer IPA is a West Coast classic. The generous addition of hops during the brewing and fermentation process give our India Pale Ale its characteristic bitterness and piney citrus aroma and flavor. Piney aromas and citrus flavors come from a generous addition of hops during the boil and a dry hopping at the end of fermentation. Tracing its heritage from another Red Hook classic beer, Ballard Bitter, Longhammer IPA is one of America's favorite IPAs and Seattle's number one local IPA. So, that's what I'm drinking right here. Picked it up at a gas station. Let's see if um, see if there's a date on this guy. There is. I'm going to put my glasses on to see it because it's very, very tiny writing. And I really don't want to spill this, so... Ooh, this is October 18th. So we got, uh, what we got? What we got? We got November. We got December. We got January. So it's three months old. A lot of people get all bent out of shape about uh, the dates on IPAs. And, oh, it's got to be super fresh uh, within days or within a month or something for it to be any good. Fuck all that shit. This is going to be good. It's only three months old. Not a big deal. Deb and Paul, thank you for the uh, mug. Tastes just as good out of a mug as it does out of a glass. All right, so what's next, guys? I really didn't have a whole lot of stuff to talk about. Let's pull up my notes. Uh, of course, we got an impeachment trial starting tomorrow. I don't know enough about it, really, to talk about it. All I know is it's, it's a bunch of bullshit, man. I mean, people, I say people, um, you know, the Senate, the Republicans, people are talking about they're not going to allow certain witnesses. And I mean, it's a trial, right? It's a trial like any other. I mean, it's a trial. The, the guy has been impeached. He's already been that by the House. It's now going to the Senate to determine whether or not they're going to acquit him or whether or not he is going to be allowed to stay in office. Oh, no. Acquit him, which would be staying in office, or whether they're going to find him guilty and, and kick him out of office. But there's all kind of talk. I don't understand what the, I don't understand it. There's all kind of talk about not allowing witnesses and things like that. I mean, what trial have you ever had? That, I mean, I guess it happens all the time, really. Leah, why are you looking at me? I do this podcast all the time, man. Don't look at me like I'm doing something weird over here. But how can you say that you're not going to allow uh, witnesses? I mean, it seems like if there is a witness and, and the, um, the Democrats want to call a witness, they should be able to call that witness. And the same goes for the Republicans. If there's a witness on their side, they should be able to call whatever witness they want to call. And whether or not, you know, either either side discredits that witness or they examine them and cross-examine them and do all this other kind of stuff and and determine that what they're saying is not true or false or, or is true or, or uh, viable or relevant, I mean... That should be part of the proceedings. <laughs> How can you not allow certain people to talk and say say their piece? It just, I don't know, it just makes no sense to me. I'm looking forward to watching it tomorrow. I've never been this into politics ever in my life. And I'm really not 
that into it, to be honest with you. I could care less if we have a Republican president or a Democratic president. I tell people all the time, you know, I spent 21 years in the military. I'm 47 years old, coming up on 48. You know how I love saying that. I mean, I'm just 47. I don't care if I just turned 47 or I'm going to be 48. No shit. Really? You're going to be 48? You're 47? <sighs> that's another, that's a whole nother, I could do a whole nother episode on that type of stuff. But um, what was I saying? Oh, I'm not really into politics at all. I'm really not. I was going to try and run for mayor of Somerville. That was the closest to politics I've ever been in my life. And I decided against it. I wish I would have done it now. Uh, just to see if I could have done better than Fleming Moore. <laughs> oh, man, Fleming. Fleming and I are going back and forth right now. And it's funny as hell because it's not real. <laughs> but it's but it's fun. It's fun as hell. But um, I wish I kind of would have done that. But, but right now, I just think it's interesting. I mean, this is an interesting time in... Um, Political history, you know, this is the third time ever that a president has been impeached. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this trail uh, trial um, unfolds. And I'm looking forward to it tomorrow. I really am. I don't have cable, so i got to try and figure out where I can watch it, if it's going to be on regular TV, if i got to log into CNN's app, or how I'm going to do it. But I think it's going to be entertaining and fun. And, um, you know, some people say, ah, fun, the president is being impeached. How's that fun? Well, it's fun. It's entertainment. And that's exactly what your fucking president, Donald Trump, wants. He wants, he's a fucking celebrity, uh, host of a celebrity TV show. Of course he wants it to be entertaining. Of course he wants it to, to get ratings. I mean, that's what he does. That's your president. He is a ratings whore. And he cannot wait for this trial to get started tomorrow to get more ratings and to get himself in the news. That's what he loves to do. And when he when he stops being president, he's going to take everything that's happened during this presidency and he's going to turn it into some other reality show. show. Mark my words. And if you disagree with me, I'd like to make a bet with you. He's going to turn this entire thing, whether he does four years or he does another four and does eight, he's going to turn this entire thing into a, a reality show and he's going to make tons of money off of it. And that, um, that's been his goal from the get-go, really. I kind of like drinking this beer out of this mug. I might uh, use, this, use this mug every time I drink beer on the show. This might be my new podcast, podcast mug right here. The Zen mug, the Zen beer mug at the Dale's Zen Garden and Pub. So that's starting up tomorrow, and that's going to be exciting um, yeah, so, so I had that in my notes. Um, let's talk about this, the end of Bummerville Amphitheater. So my buddy, uh, Fleming, you know, we talked about it a little bit on, uh, last week's show when I had Fleming and, uh, Paul on the show, we talked about, uh, Bummerville Amphitheater coming to an end and he put up a post today on Facebook that did indeed solidify the fact that he was putting an end to Bummerville Amphitheater. Uh, it's kind of sad. I mean, you know, I partnered up with Fleming a couple years ago, and we've been doing a lot of uh, great things together as far as local music and and talent. And we, you know, built Studio Seven One uh, Studio One Seventeen together there at Homegrown Brew House, One Seventeen South Main Street here in Somerville, and we've done a lot of interesting things together. And it's it's kind of a sad a sad moment that uh, Bummerville Amphitheater is going to be gone. I don't think it's gone for good. Well, I take that back. I think Bummerville Amphitheater is definitely gone for good, but Fleming's not gone. He's, he's not going anywhere. Um, he's involved in numerous things in the town. Uh, he's, he does some acting around town. He's heavily involved in music. He really loves his town of Somerville and he's going to do something else. Music-wise, I think this is going to be, he has now gone back into his cocoon and he's getting ready to, to emerge as a new butterfly, a new thing. Who knows what that thing is going to be, but it's going to be exciting and I, I hope I could be a part of it, whatever this uh, new thing is going to be. So 
But in the meantime, order you some chicken from Kicking Chicken there on Main Street in Somerville. And there's a good chance that Fleming Moore might deliver it to your door. I would like to see him maybe take that one step further. And when he delivers the chicken to you, he performs uh, some kind of greeting or some kind of song or um, does a song and dance, something to get an extra tip. I would expect that from Fleming. And I would hope that he would use that opportunity to maybe, hell, it would have been better if he would have done it during the mayor race when he could have gone door to door and shaken hands with people and maybe um, promoted himself as mayor. That might have been a better time to be a chicken delivery boy. Hmm. Maybe next mayor race. <laughs> Put that in your back pocket because that, that could be a good um, could be a good thing for your campaign, really. <laughs> so, yeah, if you, if you need some chicken from Kicking Chicken, order it to go and uh, for delivery. Not to go. And Mr. Fleming Moore will come out there and deliver it to you. Um, ask him to sing a tune. And uh, that could be his new gig. Um, the singing... The, sh- the singing chicken guy. I'll come up with a better name. Next podcast, I'll have a better... I'll have a better name for... <clears throat> for that new thing. But anyway, Bummerville Amphitheater is now defunct. And um, it's going to come back. Something something else is going to be generated out of this. And it's going to be a good thing. So, I want to talk about that. Um, I've been doing a whole thing on Facebook where, you know, instead of leaving Facebook, I tried, I decided I would see if people would just leave me. Which would be the same thing. Not really. I guess I would see... Um, would it be the same thing? If I lost if I lost all of my friends on Facebook, which I still have 473, if I lost all of them, would I see it? Would there be anything in my news feed if I had zero friends? I don't think so, right? I mean, there's a couple sponsored things out there that, that pop up here and there, but if I don't have any friends, I don't see it. I don't have a feed. I don't have a news feed because the, my friends are feeding my feed, right? So... But I've been, I've been I've been just posting outrageous things, and some some things are really thoughts from my head. Some things I, I really do agree with, and I really um, I really promote or whatever. Most, most things are just BS. I'm just trying to stir up stir the pot a little bit and kind of get people thinking. Some things are total falsities. Um, basically, I'm trying to prove a point that don't believe anything you fucking see on Facebook because. I don't know, I'm going to put a number out there. 79% of the things are false that you see. People are just forwarding and and reposting stuff that is false, that people make up. Uh, memes that people make up that are that have false quotes on it, that have false information, false news stories. Uh, news stories from sites that are notorious for, for putting out fake news. And I'm not talking Fox and CNN and those places, but... Other places that are putting out fake news, um, of course, you got uh, you know the people that are putting out one side of a news story, and there's always three sides to a story. Um, but most times, depending on your friend list, you're only seeing one side of a story. So I try and put out. Why? Why are you so interested in licking my fingers up here? Um, so I try and put out um, the opposition to everybody's story and say, look, there's two sides of the story. So you're promoting one side of it. Well, there's another side and you should listen to and and take a look at both sides and then make a decision on what you think is real or piece together pieces from both and put together, you know, the the true story in itself. And there's always a third uh, side to the story of somebody else that's looking from the outside. That's not uh, the two people involved in the story. So I don't know if that makes any sense at all. It makes sense to me. Let's just put it this way. Me and, and this guy over here have a discussion, and there's somebody over here that's listening to this discussion. That's the third part of the story. So I have my side of the story. This person I'm talking to has his side, his or her side of the story. This person that's an observer or an outsider or just kind of overheard the, the conversation or saw it or whatever, witnessed it, now there's a third side to the story. So there's always three sides to a story is the way I look at it. 
Um, and most times, based on your friend list, because you're, you're going to be friends with most people that agree with you, you're only going to have one side of that story. So don't, don't shut yourself out. Shut yourself out to the other sides to a story. That's what I'm saying, I guess. So that's it. Um, I'm just trying to lose friends on Facebook, man. I've, I've lost eight so far since I started this thing. <clears throat> I don't know if I'll lose any more. I think everybody that is still there is kind of in great. Well, they can't be. I mean, 473 people. I don't even know 473 people in my entire life, I don't think. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. In, 40, in 48 years, yeah, maybe I've met um, uh, 10 people per year, I guess. Maybe. But I don't know if I call them my friends. I've met them. So anyway, I could still, there's still potential to lose a lot more people. And I'm hoping I do. Um, I just think it's fun. And if I lose them, what, is, what does that do to me? It doesn't do anything to me. I don't see their stories. They don't get to comment on my post. I had uh, somebody say, what was the, what was the, the text here? Let's see. Somebody said, there's something seriously wrong with Brian Dales. <laughs> that, was, that was something somebody said. And that's a really good friend of mine that said that. They think I've lost it. And I haven't. I'm just, you know, I run a podcast. You have to be controversial. You, you look at all the good, all the good people out there that have, have been successful. Howard Stern, Imus, um, Alex Jones, um, Rush Limbaugh. Um, who else? Larry King, David Letterman, um, anybody that has been successful and had a successful career in broadcasting or the public eye has been controversial. And they said stuff that, uh, is controversial. And, you know, one of the famous quotes from the movie, uh, private parts from Howard Stern was something to the effect of, don't quote me on this. It's not exact, but uh, the ratings came in and somebody said, okay, so uh, this many people listen to Howard Stern. Why do they listen to him? Because they like Howard Stern because they want to see what he says next. This many people hate Howard Stern. And more of those people listen to his show because they want to see what he was going to say next. So he had more followers or he probably still has more followers on his show that's been going on for almost 40 years now. How long has Howard Stern been on? But he's got more followers that dislike him than he had, or at the time of the movie anyways, what they said, that dislike him more than they do like him because they want to see what he says next. Um, how long has Howard... And I'm still broken up about Imus. You know, we learned... We learned um, last podcast that December 27th of 2019 that Imus uh, passed away. So they were big rivals back and forth over the years, for many, many, many years. I mean, he talked about it heavily in his uh, in his show, um, Private Parts, in his book and the movie. Um, yeah. So big rivals. And that's good for radio. That's good for business. You got to have a rival that you're going against that that makes um, you know the back and forth. Howard Stern personality best known for his radio show, The Howard Stern Show, gained popularity when nationally syndicated on terrestrial radio from 1986 to 2005. So 86, 96, 2006, 2016. So, coming up on 34 years, I guess, huh? He has been on Sirius XM Satellite Radio since 2006. So, 13, 14 years he's been on a Satellite where he's able to do whatever the fuck he wants to do at this point. So, And he is now 66 years old. Leia, what kind of noise are you making down there? You sound like you're sleeping, um, but your eyes are wide open looking at me. Oh, what was I even saying? I don't know. Oh, so 
Oh, so here's the last thing. So this kind of ties everything in with the Howard Stern, the Imus. Um, I'm probably going to get some backlash on this. Maybe, um, and maybe I started, maybe I start my own feud and we have some back and forth and both of us benefit from the feud. It's not going to be a feud. It's not a feud. I love this guy. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about Caleb Choir. So he used to sit across from me over here in this chair. Not that chair, because he took his chair with him. It was his chair. I mean, he took it. <laughs> he didn't just steal a chair. He took the chair that he brought with him to the house, to the studio. He sat across from me. We did a show. We started this show, Craft Conversations. It was his idea. It's his logo. I bought it from him. Um, and uh, we had a great time. We did 22 episodes together. I think there might have been a little more than that, but I think number-wise it said 22. I think I looked up the other day was the last episode that we did together. Um, I've been trying to get back with him. I've been trying to get him on the show to sit down and do a do a, a What's Happening Now type show. I've asked him uh, two or three times. He hasn't come on the show. Um, he doesn't bring it up. He hasn't uh, had any interest whatsoever in doing that. And I get it. You know, it's 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 something um, in his past that maybe he's just trying to put in his past and doesn't really uh, want to fan those flames or, or feed that fire or whatever. It wasn't, um, it wasn't a, a real nice separation when we separated. I don't know. It, it was a lot of bullshit going on at the time. Uh, we had some creative differences on, on the direction of the show. We had some, some disputes on, um, on, uh, you know, divvying up the, the work and equalizing the amount of work that we were putting into the show. Um, I think at the time we were both uh, drinking way, way too much and we were, we were just out of control, you know, substance wise and uh, alcohol wise and things like that. And I think that caused a lot of riff. Um, we were both kind of in a, a little bit of a, a depression at the, at the time. There was a lot of things that, that kind of, that, um, that really, I can't even think of my words right now. There was a lot of stuff that contributed, that's the word I'm looking for, to the breakup of the show, or the breakup of us in the show. And anyway, what am I getting to? So Caleb has a new show out. He's had a show. He's had a new show for a little while. You know, he's opened up a studio there at Coastal Coffee Roasters called Bait Cat Studio, and he does all his pet portraits. And I've talked about this before, and I've, 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 I've plugged him before. But uh, Bait Cat Studios, get out there and get you some pet portraits. Um, he's doing um, a bunch of watercolor stuff. Just go out there and check him out. I, I don't know all the intricacies of what he's doing out there, but he does artwork. I mean, that's what he does. He does some photography here and there as well, I believe still. But um, <clears throat> And he's had a show lately that was... Um, I think they've done three, four, maybe five episodes called The Brewery Life that he's doing with Oak Road Brewery. You know, he's over there at Coastal Coffee Roasters, which is attached to Oak Road Brewery, which, you know, you guys know I've worked for both of those guys. But he started up a podcast with uh, the Oak Road guys, with Brian and Ben, where they sit down and just talk about mishaps and happenings at the brewery called The Brewery Life. Not really my cup of tea. I mean, it's kind of similar and in line to a little bit of what our vision was for the podcast of talking to breweries and brewers and interesting, influential and fun guests from around town. But it's, um, you know, it's the same people every, every podcast. And it just, to me, I don't know, it's a little redundant, but to other people, they might really, really enjoy it. So I encourage you to go out there and listen to that, the brewery life, it's on iTunes and Podbean and Spotify and Google Play and all those podcast things. I don't think it's on YouTube. I'm pretty sure. Not positive. But, you know, check it out. It might be something for you. It's not for me. Um, again, I, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it's the same stuff every show. 
the same people, which, yeah, I don't know. It's just not for me. Um, he just started a new venture called, um, what's it called? I just found out about it today. My buddy, uh, Slayton, um, informed me about it. And I said, okay, I'll take a listen to it, man. I'm, I'm always interested in what Caleb's doing. And he's, he's very creative. He's got a very creative mind. And I think he can, he's going to do something great. And he's, he does great things. With, uh, you know, def- definitely he's very artistic and he, he has great ideas and he he tries to implement a lot of them. And this one, this new venture is called, like I said, With Satan in very small letters at the bottom of the thing. Here, I'll, I'll pull it up for you. Let's see. <clears throat> I'll see if I can give you a little screenshot. So you can look it up. I've been listening to it pretty much all day or ever since I heard about it. I've listened to... Two or three of his Sunday, what does he call them? Hold on, I can tell you. He calls them, um, where the fuck did he go? Hold on. Like I said, search. What the hell is this thing doing? Why is it not searching? All podcasts. Can't connect right now. Why can you not connect right now? Let's see. Yeah, there it goes. There it goes, the heater. Why is this not coming up? Well, while I wait for that to try and come up, it's called Sunday something. Sunday, Sunday stories, Sunday quickies. He does like a just a quickie episode on Sundays, like 15 minutes or something, just all by himself. But now he's having guests as well. So he's had three episodes. I'm listening to the third right now, about uh, 56 minutes into it. But it's called, like I said, right there, if you can see it. Like I said, and then in small letters, with Satan. So when I first pulled it up, and his intro, uh, the very first episode he did, why is it not connecting? I just want to pull up so I can give you a description. Here, let's close it out and see if I can come back into it. I'm using iTunes podcast right now. I went to YouTube. Because based on something I saw on Caleb's uh, Facebook page, I thought there was video that went along with it, but he, he must just be taking some still shots. Like, uh, there we go. I think we're I think we're going now. But there's no video, so I went on YouTube and it's just audio, which was disappointing. I was hoping to see some video with it, but maybe he'll get into some video. Maybe he's done with video. You know, one of the biggest. Uh, complaints he had on this show was uh, putting together the audio and the video and, and all the work and time that, that took it, uh, took for him to do that. So maybe he's not going to do video with this show. I don't know. But Sunday Delights, that's what he calls them. So he's done three Sunday Delights and he's done, let's see. Okay, he did episode one, which was the intro for 28 Minutes. And then he did uh, three Sunday Delights, and then he's done two other episodes with guests. Uh, so he's three episodes in, really six, I guess, total um, episodes that he's done. But the very first intro, he says, you know, this is not your, your mom's podcast. This is not for kids. It's going to be very controversial. It's going to be vulgar. It's going to be rude. I don't recommend uh, your kids listening to it, but, you know, depending on what kind of parent you are, which was funny. I like I liked the intro. The intro to it was good. You know, if, if you're that type of parent, you want to let your kids listen to it, then fucking so be it. You're the parent. You raise them the way that you want to raise them. If you want them to listen to this vulgar podcast, uh, they're going to be that much more um, in tune to what life has to offer. And hand them as they grow up. And I believe that's a very valid point. And I would probably agree with that. You know, I, I let my kids do a lot of stuff that uh, a lot of parents would say, oh, my God, I can't believe you let them watch this movie. Or I can't believe you let them listen to that song or whatever. I'm like, well, look at my kids now. They're very well-rounded and they, they have a very good place in society. And, uh, you know, they weren't shielded and sheltered and all that kind of bullshit. So I agree with them in that intro. You know, maybe you're the kind of guy that lets uh, that lets your kid 
kind of get involved with these things, and that's fine. If you're not, uh, I guess that's fine too. You know, to each their own. That's your prerogative. But so I got excited from the intro, and I'm like, okay, this is going to be cool. This is this is where um, Caleb is going to shine, and he's going to really let loose, and he's going to show his true character and uh, his true his his true side of what he is, which is you know. He's crazy. He's he's a crazy dude. He's got a lot of crazy ideas. He's very, um, even though he, he says that he's kind of um, introverted, He's I think he's kind of extroverted at this point. I think he's very vocal, and he kind of says what he means. He's always said what he means, and um, he doesn't hold back any punches, and I figured that's what this show was going to be. And I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm always honest on this show with you guys. I don't feel like... He has done that in this in this podcast so far. And, uh, you know, I told my buddy uh, Slayton that maybe he's still just getting his footing and trying to figure out um, what this podcast is going to be. Because I think he's got an idea. I think he, you know, I'm pretty sure, just like this podcast when we started at Craft Conversations, he, he put a lot of thought into what this uh, show should be. Oh, excuse me. And um, I'm sure he did the same thing about this podcast. But at the moment, and it's still early, and I'm sure he's still kind of getting his feet wet and trying to feel it out. But I don't feel like he has hit the mark with it yet. You know, I've listened to pretty much episode two and episode three with the guest. I mean, you know, let's just say if... If um, I'm an insomniac and I'm having trouble sleeping and I've tried melatonin, I've even gotten a prescription for Ambien and none of that stuff is working. I just cannot seem to get a good night's sleep. I would probably listen to this podcast and I would sleep for eight, nine hours straight. I mean, (laughs) I think it put me to sleep, Caleb. It really did. I've, you know, from the intro... Uh, you know, when you said, why Satan? What was the other thing you said on the intro? Okay, I've been playing around with this literally for like, I don't know. I was here in the studio trying to do the intro video like I am trying to do now. And then my boy Wade popped in with a box of wine. And let's just say we got a little derailed. And I've been trying to figure out the audio levels and how to... So, you know, from the intro, it sounded great. I mean, I'm listening to it, and it says, On this episode, I talk about what the show will entail with some examples and what to expect in the future. Pretty self-explanatory. So just uh, give it a listen. Uh, For now, we'll be running through the studio. Blah, 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 blah. So, you know, on description, I was like, okay, this is going to be what Caleb was meant to do. This is going to be where Caleb shines. Um, I felt like he was maybe a little restrained on this show sometimes. You know, I took it uh, one direction. He, I think he wanted to kind of maybe go a little, little bit more of a, I don't know what the word is. I, I feel like on this thing he wanted to let loose a little more and go crazy a little bit more. And I was trying to con- contain it too much for him, and I think that's part of the reason why he went his separate way. But... So I got excited. I'm like, okay, this is going to be the show. This is going to be where Caleb opens up and shows who Caleb Choir is and the craziness that is Caleb Choir. Um, and the fun and, and the, you know, the, the guy that we could fall in love with on the show. But so far, oh, my God, I've been bored to tears. Really? Um, I kind of like the intro. The intro is a little short, I think. But it's a, it's a cool intro. I like it. But I expected craziness. You know, he was talking about vulgar and, and cuss words. And if you don't like this and that, then don't listen to it. And I'm listening to it. I'm like, man, um, you know, I could have let my kids listen to this when they were five years old and they would have been okay. They might not have uh, got it all, but I don't think they would have been offended. I mean, my grandmother could listen to it. My mom could listen to it without a problem. I don't know. For what he was trying to go with, I just feel like it's um, it's a little tame at this point. So if you're going to 
say you're that guy, and if you're going to have with Satan in the title of your of your um, your moniker, your banner, your your picture, whatever, then man, we got to hit. We got to have some Satan in there. There's no Satan. There's no Satan in this podcast. So that's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to badmouth him. I'm going to promote it. I want you to listen to it, guys. I want you to make your own decision on it, and maybe it's for you. But at the moment, I don't think it fits what the what it's supposed to be, what I was told it was going to be. It hasn't hit that level yet. So I would just say step it up, get you some guests in there that are going to, that are going to get crazy and that are going to go wild and going to kind of be controversial and talk about the controversial stuff controversial stuff that you promised you were going to talk about because I don't know. I had, I, I just, I didn't get it quite yet, but it's, uh, it's young. I know when, when we started this, this show, it took us a few episodes to kind of get our footing on this and really get into a groove and start figuring out, uh, banter and, uh, the comedic timing and all that kind of stuff. So I know he's going to get it and I'm really, I'm really pulling for, Caleb and this new podcast that he's got going. Um, what's it called again? Like I said, with Satan. So check it out. It's on all the platforms. It is on YouTube, although there is no video at the moment. So I'm hoping it gets video. I think that's a big plus. You know, this podcast is probably, uh, if I look at numbers, you know, it's probably... 60, 40, maybe, I would say. 60% of the people listen to it, and another 40% of, 40% of the people like to watch. So I hope you get some video because I would like, I would prefer to watch the, the YouTube video. I want to see the interaction. I want to see the facial uh, contortions. I want to see the, the stuff, the mishaps that happens, you know, on the table and on the show and the mics. And I just like, I like seeing all that stuff. So I would, my suggestion would be get the video going and make it more controversial. Do what you said you were going to do and, and let's, let's walk with Satan on this show. So that's all I'm saying, Caleb. I love you, buddy. I want to, I want you to come back in here. I want you to sit here and I want to have a talk, a conversation with you about uh, both your new podcast, about Big Cat Studios, about your life there at the brewery again. Or not the brewery, at the coffee house. And, uh, hell, I want to come on your show. So, I want to come on your show. I want you to come on my show. Let's do it. Let's uh, collaborate and listen. Like uh, Vanilla Ice said. <laughs> ice, ice, baby, Caleb. All right, guys. It is uh, late. I got to try and put this show together. Piece it all together. We are 58 minutes in. Oh, what do we got coming up? Okay, so real quick. We have, uh, I have Dale Lippin coming back in on Wednesday night this week. I'll probably put that out as a Friday release, maybe a Saturday release for the week. So we'll have two shows this week. Uh, he's been on before. He used to be on a show, a podcast called Fistful of Cash Podcast. And now... He has rebranded, and it's called Punch List MMA Dale, which is a mouthful. I don't know. I'm really not a big fan of the name. I like Fistful of uh, Cash better. But uh, he rebranded. He's doing something with somebody new, I believe. I think he was doing it with his brother initially. We're going to get all into it on Wednesday. We're going to figure all this out. But uh, he's coming back in. This Wednesday, we're gonna we're gonna sit down and talk about his new venture and why he decided to rebrand and do some different things. So that's what we got coming up podcast wise for this week and music wise. Hold on, let me get to my list. I just posted this on Facebook earlier on my personal page. Music wise, we have the Low Billies coming in. On Thursday, they'll be playing from 7 to 9. This is at Homegrown. That is Ron Gill and some other people. I'm sorry. I don't know the other people's names. They're going to be coming in on Thursday. Jeremiah King, of course, it's the fourth Friday of the month, so he plays every fourth Friday. He's going to be in there from 8 to 10. 
And then uh, Paul Stone Project could not make it on this fourth Saturday, sadly. Uh, but we got a great musician coming in to fill in for them, uh, Matt Furlong. And I've asked him to bring in a buddy of his, Casey Carver. Uh, they make up the band, uh, Band of Brothers Acoustic. He never responded to me, but I'm hoping maybe he brings a friend with him, or at least a friend, but I'd like him to bring Casey in there and... Uh, if they could do a Band of Brothers show, that would be awesome this Saturday. But we'll see what happens. But that's who we got coming up this weekend, guys. And that's it, man. That's the show. So you know what that means. I will talk to you soon. <laughs>